What's up, Cam? Not much, Mitch. How are you, my friend? I'm doing all right. But the lady told me that the uh, recording was starting startled me again. Yeah. No, that's not. I'm not going to get used to that. It's all good. Yep. But it's Saturday morning, Mitch. You know what that means? Oh. Not cartoons, podcasts. Yeah, special coffee, too. I have my special coffee on uh, Saturday mornings, which I'm my totally out of right now. I've got it in my my carafe here, but my cup's empty. So let's go ahead and uh, fill that cup up. Mm-mm. Little uh, locally roasted Sumatra. Uh, the, the stuff from last time you were talking about? Yeah, yeah. It's the same stuff. Nice. Yeah. And if anybody's watching on video, I do have a quacking monkey lizard sitting on my shoulder. So, you know, there's that. Just slide that in there. We'll talk about it on the next episode. So, <laughs> I just said that is the you. most. That is the most niche spoiler, like a uh, 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 teaser I've ever heard in my life. I've got a something something monkey lizard on my shoulder we'll talk about it next episode (laughs) (laughs) so i have the multicolored one which you know what i'll i'll save it for the next episodes uh because we're going to be recording our uh our um june 27th episode uh after we get done recording this one just because somebody's got too busy on the 26th to uh, record so that would be cam which I was trying to give him a hard time, but apparently he's impervious to it, but you're making some money, I'm sure. So that's cool. Yes. Shooting a wedding. But we're going to jump right into the Apple keynote this morning because uh, we don't have anything else to talk about. It's exciting. <laughs> it was Come super on. exciting. Christmas in June, my guy. Let's yep, go. Yep. Somebody uh, got what they wanted. Most so, of what I wanted. Yep. Most of you want what you wanted, but hey, there's a couple of big things that you talked about on the last episode that you wanted that uh, that we're going to talk about here in a minute. For it's sure, pretty, pretty exciting stuff. So, oddly, macOS, I macOS Monterey, which I think I like this name. Big Sur was I was a little bit on the fence with, but Monterey I like. Rolls off the tongue. I'm still waiting for macOS San Luis Obispo. Hmm, I have no idea. It's just but, the name of a city in California. So, and it would be really funny for them to name it something so long. So, uh, in our first annual, what did I call it? Non competitive, non scored, but scored and definitely competitive uh, prediction show. Um, well, I think you Good get name. a point here. Uh, for macOS? Yeah, sure yeah. do. Yep. You get the shortcuts. Shortcuts. Yep. I'm actually really excited about it too, because they have, um, they've made it so that you can bring in your automator, Apple script, shell script, JavaScript for automation stuff into shortcuts, which means they had to further, uh, enhance shortcuts abilities. And some of that stuff has made its way to the iPad and the iPhone because of it. So it's, it's been a boon to shortcuts overall. Um, but then obviously them putting it on the Mac and, you know, you can have it in your menu bar. You can have it, uh, you can have shortcuts in the dock. Um, you can access them from multiple places on the Mac as well. So I'm, uh, I'm excited to try that out once the public betas roll out. Yeah. Yeah. And I know that some of the, some of the stuff was going to be, um, M1 specific. I think there was one note that I had about, uh, I have to look and see what it was, but they 
um, oh, the spatial audio with AirPods is M1 specific. Like it's not going to be available on Intel Macs. So, which makes a difference to me because my Mac is an Intel Mac. So, interesting. Mm-hmm. I suppose that's that's an odd. Assuming, I mean, there's two assumptions, right? Either you, it's impossible to do spatial audio on an Intel chip, which I don't necessarily think is the case, uh, or that's just one way that they're further trying to push people towards the new machines, which yeah. seems like an odd. Like spatial audio feels like an odd thing to make that break on because it's not, it's not mission critical. It's a nice thing to have. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think uh, I'm going to make the assumption that it's a technical um, restriction. I mean, that would, that would make way more sense. Yeah. than them being petty. But, you I'll know. give them the benefit of the doubt on this one. Yeah, for sure. We, Third-party apps and control center was your choice, which man, that would have been nice. And you are not the only person I've heard say that wants that, but yeah, that would have been super cool. Yeah, it, I, it's one of those things where it's like you, you just feel like Apple has to open up that kit, right? You know, menu kit or whatever they're going to call it to the public. So, yeah, but eventually, hopefully. You know, there's enough people that have uh, commented on it and wanted it that I think it's eventually I think we'll see that. So um, in iOS, we talked about (laughs) uh, I wanted more interactions and widgets and a theming system, and I didn't get anything there. No, this was shocking. Like it didn't hit me in the keynote. But then Mm -hmm. afterwards, I was thinking, I was like, holy crap, they didn't mention any changes to the widgets. Other than you get a big one on the iPad as if the big one on iPhone isn't already too big. The the big one on the iPad is massive. So they didn't mention anything about changes to interactivity in widgets. And they didn't mention anything about theming or shortcuts in that way or like anything like that. Mm -hmm. I was, I was shocked. Yeah. I thought for sure more interaction of widgets was coming. Yeah, you know, and and I would have loved to seen uh, you know more animation in the widgets, or you know, just something to make them a little bit more fun, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, you you wanted uh, to move the app library. Now I didn't. I have to admit that uh, you know before we started recording, I let Cam in on the fact that I just I've not had time this last week because I was on vacation all week to really sit down and dissect the uh, keynote. So you're going to have to help me out here. I don't believe they moved the app library. No, they didn't. It is still in the same spot all the way to the right on your iPhone. And how about the shortcut automation alerts? Oh, no, those are still there, Mitch. Okay. We both are 0 for 2 on our iOS wishes and dreams and hopes. Oh, I'm going to. I figured they weren't going to move the app library. That was a that was a true pipe dream. But I think it makes more Mm -hmm. sense putting it where I want it then all the way to the right, but I don't work at Apple. So, and then the ability to remove the shortcut automation alerts, like uh, just why, why, why can't I have this? Okay. So I, before we came on today, before you joined uh, the call here, I went through and I was uh, going back and rewatching some of the segments, um, which by the way, if you uh, go to the YouTube uh, Apple's YouTube page page, and you go back and watch the keynote there, they have the keynote all chaptered up. So oh, that's you, nice. Yeah, so that's really nice. So I, I use that as a structure for my notes. 
And then I was going through and making notes on the stuff. And, and iOS got some really cool, like some cool stuff. Uh, the, the FaceTime updates with mm-hmm. the spatial audio, I think is going to be interesting. I'm, I'm kind of interesting, interested to try that. Uh, the voice isolation and wide spectrum um, audio enhancements. That'll be interesting to see how well they work. Yeah, I'm I'm a bit skeptical on the the voice specific one because even in the keynote, the audio when it was like the leaf blower in the house, her audio sounded mm-hmm. terrible when they used it. Now, granted, yeah. that's a leaf blower four feet away, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if you use it just like in a cafe or you know in a car or something like that, it, it'll probably be really good. But because there's only so much you can do mm-hmm. before you start losing, you know parts of the voice with the noise that you're rejecting but yeah i think it's a pretty interesting concept yeah so we'll see how that that works in in practicality i think that's going to be kind of a theme throughout all of the the new stuff that they've added to um ios and ipad os is it's really gonna i'm really gonna have to see how practical a lot of this stuff is because there's some cool stuff and i think that when you're looking at um ios ios for cert for sure has a maturity to it that as they're um, building in new features, it's really enhancements to what's there. And at least that's what it feels like to me with the exception of maybe one or two things, but um, the shared with you uh, stuff in messages um, or share play for that matter. I think a lot of the sharing stuff is really interesting uh, what they're doing. So if you and I wanted to watch uh, star Wars on uh, Disney plus together, you know, we could we could hop onto FaceTime and and watch it together, and and that that although that's really cool, I don't see that you and I ever doing that. But yeah, I'm trying to think like I I, I cannot think of being like, hey, so and so. Let's watch a movie, and then I want to watch your face while I watch this movie. <laughs> like, right? Maybe if I have a girlfriend and we don't live like you know what I mean. Maybe, mm-hmm. but like, I don't know. Don't take this the wrong way, Mitch. But I would feel weird watching your face while I watch the movie. Yeah, that would be weird, especially because I'm very sensitive when I watch movies, and I don't like people seeing me cry. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm interested to hear your thoughts on the shared with stuff because it's not just messages it's like if i send you an article it'll give you an apple news link if i share a podcast it'll show up in podcasts if i share music it'll show up yeah, in it's, music. it's like a system-wide almost mm-hmm. uh sort of uh so, feature i'm of two opinions of this and I, it's a lot of it's going to depend on once we get the updates um how it's going to really play out uh with how practical it is um i like the idea of uh of what they're doing here. Um, so if I send you an article and, and you don't get a chance to read it right away and it's gone, like I've had this happen before where somebody sent you something in messages and it's like, yeah, I'm at work. I can't, I can't deal with it right now. And -hmm. now when I do want to sit down and read it, if I remember it's there, uh, I got to scroll up and up and up because we've conversed in between then and now and so now I got to scroll up and try and find that article, which, you know, having it in a shared with you uh, area in news or, or news plus depending, but in the news app, I can go in and be and look at it and say, Oh, there it is. Let, let's go ahead and read that um, 
read that now. Mm -hmm. Uh, The fact that they have an API available for it for third parties is cool. I think that's probably where I'm going to get more use out of it than, uh, than trying to, you know, use just the Apple apps because there's not a lot of Apple apps that I use. It's mostly third party apps. So as long as that works the way I think it's going to work, I think that'll be fine. Yeah. But again, I'm a little on the, on the fence with it right now because it's really going to be like, how practical is this to use on a regular basis? And maybe in six months or a year, once we've had it for a while, uh, we can look back on it and say, Oh yeah, this has been a transformative feature or we never use it anymore. So. Yeah, I am. I'm. I'll say I'm intrigued by the concept. Um, but I, I just, I, I want to see like in practice, is it going to be beneficial or is it just going to be annoying? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's one of those features that I think sounds nice, but I want to get my hands on it and play with it and see what, see what it's like. Right. No, I really had decided, I was thinking about uh, how we're going to structure the episode today. And I really thought it would have been, um, a little more intelligent rather than going through and uh, talking about this by I or by OS. It almost makes more sense to talk about this by feature sets because so many of these features go throughout the other uh, OSs. You know, there's a lot of parity between your iOS, your iPad OS, and Mac OS. So, you know, stuff like the share with you and focus, which we can talk about in a minute here. And some of the other things, you know, just because they're on every OS, it almost seems more intelligent to structure a review of that stuff by feature as opposed to by OS. And I think that's the first time I've ever really felt like that, you know, because they've been really OS specific in the past. So it is definitely feels like they're now, and I think maybe the M1 uh, Macs are making the big difference here because they really want to have parity throughout the operating systems. So I find that very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So the notification improvements or, or, you know, I think this is going to have a lot to do with uh, what we're going to talk about in a second with focus, but uh, there's a small redesign to the notifications. You're getting it a little bit larger uh, images to help differentiate you know, where your, where your uh, notifications are coming from. Um, they really push this whole intelligence on device intelligence, which I think um, we're looking at a rebranding of Siri suggestions as on device intelligence. So I think that'll be interesting too, to see how that goes forward. Yeah. And, well. <clears throat> and something I think is going to be really cool is the do not disturb changes. So now if I have do not disturb set up and you text me about something, you'll know that I have do not disturb on. I I think that that's interesting. I I like it because sometimes, you know, like if I text my wife and she has do not disturb on, it would give me the option to say, no, I really need an answer on this and be able to push it through. Um, Or if, I'm like, okay, you know, she can read that when she's, when she doesn't have, when she has the time and that's fine. And I think this all plays into focus a little bit more, but I I do like the idea that now in messages, uh, you can see 
you know, the other person's like the status um, of uh, where they're at as far as did, do not disturb. Did, did they mention at all around that? If you can <clears throat> select by person, how that works. Cause like there's, there's certain people I might want to have that power to push through. Mm-hmm. There's certainly plenty of others that I sh- don't want to have that ability. Yeah. Well, we'll know a little bit more when we get the betas and, and we're able to look at that. Gotcha. I'll probably, I'll probably, depending on what I hear about the stability of the betas, I might, uh, I might do the public beta in July. And quite honestly, let's be honest, I'll do the, the beta in July. Yeah. So as long as it's not bricking people's devices, we, I, we should be fine. It's been yeah. pretty good. I will say though, if I can't choose on a person by person basis, that feature to be on or off, I'm going to be super annoyed. So, but I'm super excited to see what they're going to do with this focus feature. Um, I don't know how you feel about this, but the fact that I can go in and I can say, okay, here's the context that I'm in right now. So I'm home. So anybody can reach me right now. And, you know, I can, all notifications can come through or whatever. And this will play in a little bit too than like the notification summary. Mm-hmm. I, I love this concept too, because now I don't have to get notifications for everything. I could just at a certain time in the day, I can get prompted by the notification summary and say, Oh, okay, here's some stuff that I want to look at. But I get, I haven't gone through and filtered my notifications recently. And sometimes I like to get a notification from, you know, a app that generally speaking, I don't get notifications. I don't really care about the notifications from. So, you know, to have that summary kind of looks nice to me. I, I'll see what it look, works, how it works in uh, practice, but I think this will be kind of cool. And it makes intelligent suggestions for you as to, as to how to handle different things. What I think is going to be really neat is uh, home screens that you can uh, assign home screens to different focus groups. Yeah. So for, so like for me, if I'm working, I can have a page of apps that I use just at work Mm -hmm. and that app, that page will be available to me while I'm at work and, and won't be available to me outside of work. Now, I mean, obviously you could get to it if you need to, but I find it really, really cool and really interesting that uh, that we'll have this ability. Now, how this is going to work, if it's going to be like geolocation, where if I walk into work, all of a sudden that that page is available to me, or if it will be like time of day or how how that will how the operating system judges where I'm at or what context I'm in or whatever. But I think this is going to be really cool. Yeah. I don't think they mentioned geolocation or time of day. They just said it's, it's tied to the focus mode that you're in now. Okay. Maybe I'll need to change focus. Ideally you could make a shortcut automation. Mm -hmm. When I enter work, you know, set this focus mode when I leave work, you know, set this other focus mode. Um, but you're going to get those annoying running your automation. Yeah, I know. I know you're doing what you're supposed to do. Thank you for telling me like shortcuts needs constant approval. Got daddy issues. I'm really looking forward to trying this and seeing how this works. And maybe it won't be as cool, a cool thing as I'm, I'm hoping it will be, but 
um, it could be very interesting because I've had the thought recently that, well, if I just have a page that's just dedicated to work stuff, then I could have that page in there. Now, did they say anything about uh, rearranging uh, the order of your pages on iOS? I know they did on iPadOS. Because you can, if, when you go into that view where you can see all your, your home screens mm-hmm. and decide which ones you want active, they showed how you could rearrange them on iPad. I missed that. I was probably too busy crying because I got what I wanted in a few other areas. That's probably <laughs> Like I said, I, I didn't catch that, but if that's true, that's amazing because it's been so frustrating that you're not able to rearrange those. So I hope yeah, you're right. I'm total. I'm hundred percent with you on that. Live text. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So the technology is cool. Yeah. The, my initial, my, my initial reaction to this was, this is a gimmick. Like how really useful is this? Mm-hmm. Um, but having listened to other podcasts and those folks discussing it, um, it's, I think there's a lot more practical application for it than I first had uh, realized. So Mm -hmm. I'm backing off my, this is a dumb gimmick feature too. No, this might actually come in handy in certain circumstances. So, but it is an impressive technological achievement Mm -hmm. for sure. What do you think about it, Mitch? Um, I think that they're like, from a technical standpoint, I, you know, it's not really using any crazy um, new technology. It's basically OCR, but I love that the love what they're doing with it, the ability to select the text in the picture and be able to copy and paste it to other things. And I think, I think there's going to be some really cool applications to it. Um, I know that a lot of times, you know, if we're at church and there's a whole bunch of stuff written on the, on the, um, whiteboard or whatever, as long as my pastor doesn't write it, it should be readable. (laughs) Uh, It does have to be written legibly, but, uh, you can take a picture of that and be able to like, it should OCR that pretty well. And then you can use that, you know, in other apps or whatever. So some update to photos. Um, by the way, in the live text thing, you remember, did you remember when he accident, accidentally called that the ice cream shop? Mm-hmm. He used the phrase, I'm sorry, got a drop. Did you catch that when he when he went to hang up? He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I got a drop. Oh, didn't. Yeah. Is that is that a West Coast thing? Because I've never heard that before. Oh, really? Yeah. No, we say it all the time at work. All right. I got oh, a drop. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Maybe it's something that comes more from like the, uh, the, I don't know, from like the Zoom meeting kind of, kind of thing. So I just, I'd never heard it before. Yeah. Some enhancements to photos, uh, nothing to, to anything to get excited about. They're basically, they changed some of the memory stuff and stuff like that. They're, they made them searchable through Spotlight. Um, just kind of going back to a lot of the live tech stuff. A uh, wallet. Did you did you get excited about any of the stuff in a wallet? I gotta be honest, I don't remember it at all. I was so okay. focused on the iPad for this WWDC that yeah. like afterwards I was like, no, what yeah. else are they gonna talk about? And I was like, oh yeah, the yeah. watch. Oh yeah, yeah. the Mac. Like I totally <laughs> forgot. <laughs> I was so focused that once the iPad stuff happened, I was like, oh man, there's still so a they, lot more to talk about. Yeah. So they talked about keys and how they've uh they've adapted oh, yeah. this whole thing with car car keys. 
but now they're working to move that into your, keys, yeah. your home into work. Uh, like, you know, if you have uh, controlled entry at your work, you know, you hope, use it with yeah, hotel rooms, hotel well. rooms. How about IDs? How would you love to have your driver's yeah, license that, in there? I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm thinking I would, I would enjoy that. I don't know how safe I would feel running around with, without a driver's license on me with this as a, the, uh, the other option. I mean, the fact that they're working with TSA to make the, this, um, a thing for getting through, uh, getting through security. Yeah. But I know it'll be interesting. I'll just see how that, how that goes. Some updates to weather. I'm really excited about the updates that they were talking about with maps. Yeah. Uh, all the, cause I use uh, Apple maps a lot for driving and the fact that they're going to bring a lot of these advancements to CarPlay later as well. You know, I, I, I love the idea of being able to see all the lanes and crosswalks and all that kind of stuff, elevation, all that kind of stuff in Apple maps. I think it's a big, big upgrade. Yeah, they have, they have certainly come a long way from <laughs> where they started mm-hmm. and it was not great. And some AirPods uh, updates, um, that conversation boost. I think I would appreciate having the ability to put my AirPods, AirPods Pro in and be able to, Now I've talked to my wife a little bit about this because she just got a hearing aid not long ago. And the fact that she can run filters on that hearing aid to filter out background noise and stuff like oh, that. Oh, really? That's pretty neat. I, I would love that. If they could just offer some kind of in-ear product that people can't really see, but uh, but you could sit and like filter the world around you, that would be amazing. And because I, I deal with a little bit of anxiety that can sometimes be sound related, that would be awesome to be able to just like tune out the stuff that you don't want to hear. Because with all the places that we were on on vacation, being able to quiet the background noise to be able to hear what my wife's saying um, better. That'd be cool. Like I would really appreciate that. I think it'd be awesome if they had an annoying person filter, you just turned (laughs) on and then you just, I'm sorry. I can't hear you. Wow. (laughs) Sorry. That'd be great. Spatial audio for TV OS. See, I had already thought that was a thing. Mm, well, not no, it's not. I think it'll do it'll like do kind of a um, five point one surround sound, but it's not spatial audio. Spatial audio is a little different. Gotcha. But I could be wrong about that too. No, because they definitely announced it, and I remember thinking, mm-hmm. wasn't that already a thing? Yeah. Um, but it might have been specific to like the Apple TV app and those shows, and not maybe system wide. I think that might have been my confusion. Also, they they officially announced the spatial audio for Apple Music. Mm-hmm. I was listening to a uh, classical playlist yesterday while I was doing some work at the coffee shop with spatial audio, and it was lovely. And I decided to one of one of the songs on the playlist was the uh, theme from Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. And I decided I need a heavy metal version of that right now, this yep. instant. It would be so good. <laughs> Someone, please make it. I'll pay you. So we probably want to skip over the iPad OS stuff and move on, right? Yeah, I will cut you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, iPad OS is is next on the list here. 
Um, and uh, well, Widget Moses, you got your, you freed your widgets. Yes, they have let my widgets go. It's wonderful. It's about time. Um, I like I mentioned earlier. I think the the new larger widget size on the iPad is ridiculously big. I don't yeah. understand. Um, but the so they have let widgets go, which is amazing. I'm very happy about it. Uh, the downside is that the apps rotate again. Or like they shuffle, they shuffle like they used to instead of just rotating 90 degrees. And I'm like, if that's the solution you came up with, why didn't we have these last year? Yeah. Because nothing changed. The widgets didn't get uh, interactivity. They didn't like nothing about them fundamentally changed other than you finally decided, okay, we'll just go back to rotating or to, to reshuffling stuff. Yeah. And it's just like, if that was the one thing preventing you from doing it last year, why? There's mm-hmm. no, it just doesn't make any sense to me other than they just change their minds, which is, which is frustrating. Um, but I will be happy that we have them now. I'm excited about it. Um, as well as like, you know, the, um, we got better multitasking as well, which was on my wish list. Uh, you can now use your control, your keyboard to control your multitasking. You can have, um, you know, uh, the shelf so you can switch back and forth between all sorts of stuff. So that looks pretty cool. We didn't get logic or final cut, which is a total bummer. They did um, beef up Swift playgrounds though, quite a bit to the fact that you can now build an iPhone or iPad app on your iPad and submit it to the app store. Um, So not full Xcode, but still um, a big jump uh, in capabilities um, for the iPad, but uh, the one thing that still doesn't make sense to me, in addition to the other things I've mentioned that don't make sense, why they put an M1 chip in the iPad Pro? Mm-hmm. Like th- th- this, there was not a definitive. Oh, that's why moment at all anywhere in the keynote, which seems really weird because we had all been waiting for that shoe to drop. Okay, this is great. They put the M1 chip in the iPad Pro. It's insanely powerful. Awesome. Why? And we're still asking that question after WWDC. And obviously, I had high hopes that it was going to be Logic or Final Cut, or some some pro application, right? That required, or that would have been possible on the on the new chipset. But now it's like there's zero reason to buy a new iPad. Mm-hmm. unless you're the iPad you're working on is dying and old and, you know, crippled because it's, you know, a 2016 iPad, right? Mm-hmm. Why, why would you buy the M1 chip iPad right now? And you get an iPad air way cheaper and they do the same stuff. It just, it's very confusing to me. Do you have anything to say about the new multitasking? Um, uh... Yeah, the fact that I can control it and evoke it <clears throat> with keyboard shortcuts, the fact that it's not hidden anymore. There's a there's that little icon that pops up and you can tap on it and you can choose which window. And then it slides over and you can go to your full app home screen and swipe around and choose what you want the other. Like it's much better in that way. It's not perfect, right? Um it's and it's not where I think a lot of people want to get to in the end, but it's discoverable and it's way more usable. 
um, now than, than before. And I'm actually, I'm, I'm really happy with the changes that have been made. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm did, you catch, that. did you catch quick note? Yeah. So I think it's a nice feature. I don't use Apple notes. Yeah. Do and I. it's, it's specifically tied to Apple notes and is not um, open to third parties right now. So like, would it be useful for just jotting something down real quick? Yeah. Um, but I don't, I don't really use Apple notes. So it's, it's a cool feature. It seems pretty powerful with all the stuff you can do with it. Probably never going to use it. Translate. They're bringing translate to the iPad. That's, there's some cool features there, but nothing to get too excited about. You mentioned Swift playgrounds before. I, I think the, uh, the improvements to Swift playgrounds are, are pretty cool. Yeah. I look forward to trying some of this stuff out. So. Yeah. Oh, back to translate real quick. I, mm-hmm. so there's a um, <clears throat> pretty decent, uh, like the, the town city I live in is a very large Hispanic contingent. Like I think like no joke our city's like, I think like 40% white, 30% Hispanic, like 28% black and then like 2% other, you know? So it's pretty um, diverse in that sense. And uh, so as such, our church has, quite a number of, of Hispanic families. Um, and many of the, the older folks, you know, in that family, uh, Spanish is their first language and some of their English is good and some is, is not. Uh, and so there's, I think they have like a conversation feature now where like I can talk English and it'll translate to Spanish. And then when they talk Spanish, it'll translate back into English. Mm-hmm. And like, I have fun with one of the pastors on staff who's he's, uh, he's from Mexico and I try and like ask translate to say really, really stupid stuff. And then I say it to him to try and get him to laugh. Um, but I think it's, there's, there's some pretty useful features. Um, since my, my Spanish is a uh, no me bueno, Mitch. Yeah. Cause I, in high school decided to take French. Why? Cause everyone takes Spanish. Yep. I there's a reason German. everyone takes Spanish, Mitch. Yep. I took German uh, because I have German heritage. Mm. And I thought, hmm, I'll take German. That seems good. Not realizing that Spanish would actually actually have been more useful. <laughs> yeah, so, so much so. Yeah. So much so. All right. Um, they talked about privacy, iCloud. There was a bit oh, of health. Yeah. yeah, so the iCloud stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that I'm actually very um, interested in. They essentially built a VPN into it without calling it a VPN. They called it the iCloud Relay. Uh, which is pretty neat. And then there's the, uh, the iCloud plus, which is going to be part of the Apple premium, I believe. Um, which means I can get rid of my two terabytes because I, in order to store multiple home kit camera footage, you have to have the two terabyte plan. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some, there's some pretty neat features in the, the iCloud plus with like the relay and all that sort of stuff that um, actually I was like, Ooh, that's neat. So I'm interested in getting more details on that as you know, it rolls out. 
Sorry, I got to adjust Sylvanas here. He was falling off. His little little uh, magnetic thing was getting weird. All right, we'll talk about that on the next episode. <laughs> all right, all teasers all over the place. I can't talk about it right now because we're going to talk about it in the next episode. So oh, you know I what? Lost him. We missed. You know, we missed. You're going to have to wait. Total opportunity, Mitch. What's that? We should have started the show on episode four five and six and then gone back and done episode one two and three and then jumped ahead to seven eight oh, yeah. how did we not think of that i don't know because oh that would have been idea. so funny yeah anyway um i want to talk about watch os we're just gonna skip over tvos did they talk about tvos yeah they did oh what did they talk about tvos what did they say because i don't remember it uh, nothing, nothing, about TV. nothing important, but there weren't widgets and there wasn't a fully featured home app. That's for sure. Yep. So, <laughs> so we got zero points, <laughs> zero points on that one. But good thing we're it's, not scoring. Uh, well, yeah, we are. Cause I'm winning two <laughs> to nothing right now. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> so this no fully featured home app on TVOS. They put a home app on the watch, Mitch. The smallest device they make is, hey, hey, Mitch, is, is the watch a home hub for a home kit? No, no, it's not. You know what it is? The TV. It blows my mind. All right. I just had to turn you down because you were yelling in my ear. Yeah, I was. I'm calm All right. now. All right, good. It's super uh, frustrating. So, yeah, let's lead that. Let's, let's use that as a, a segue into Watch OS, which now has a, has a home app on it. Yep. And I and I said something about widgets on TVOS. It'd be cool, but didn't happen. So now they didn't talk about any accessibility features on the uh, on WatchOS, which was my my thought is that we we're going to see some more accessibility features. But they did talk about mindfulness. <laughs> So updating the Breathe app to be the mindfulness app now. So you'll now have, there's some slight updates to the Breathe uh, option in there, but they've added what they call Reflect. So it'll ask you a question and you can reflect on it and help you to de-stress. Do you use the Breathe app at all? No, because it always, it always pings me at the worst possible moment. And I feel like we've talked about this before, Mm -hmm. but like, It'll be like 1130 at night and I'm laying in bed. Hey, take a minute to breathe. It's like, dude, I was just about to fall asleep. Yeah. Like if, of all of the other stuff that on device intelligence does well, mm-hmm. breathe is terrible. It'll be like while I'm driving, you know, or at work, or it's like, why don't you do this right when I wake up? or when I'm on lunch or when I'm not in a moving vehicle where closing my eyes and taking deep breaths is probably a bad idea. So it's frustrating. So yeah, I just oftentimes I'll just mute it for the whole day. Just like leave me alone. Yeah. No, I ended up turning it off at one point because so the whole breathe idea I I appreciate what it does, but I had kind of decided at one point that what I would do is that it was more of like a reflect on, um, on God and 
you know, maybe just to a reminder to pray or to recenter myself uh, where I needed to be in that. And so I kind of repurposed it. Well, the problem is you're right. It hits you at the worst times. So we're, we're in the middle of unloading a truck at work and I'm supposed to stop and breathe. <laughs> I was like, I'll skip that one. You know, it just never, it never reminded me at a good time. So I just ended up turning off that room, that uh, feature. So um, there were some sleep updates to watch OS uh, respiratory rate was a, uh, was one that that they added again i'm not sure how cool it is they were pretty impressed with themselves to adding it so but uh we'll see they kind of they started talking about health and then they they brought up that they added tai chi and pilates and for workouts mm-hmm. so i misunderstood that when i first heard that and thought oh, they're you they're adding that to fitness plus well, no, they didn't add it to Fitness Plus. I, and I don't think they have Tai Chi in Fitness Plus, which would spark me to actually get Fitness Plus because my, my wife and I have both talked about wanting to learn Tai Chi and and uh, use that. But, and my wife is... I would, imagine, it, I would imagine it's coming. Yeah. Um, some updates to the Photos app. Um, it looks a little cleaner. It looks a little nicer. Uh, you can, you can get through your photos a little bit better and it's got memories now. So that's interesting. Do you ever use the photos app on your wrist? No. I, again, it's like, I don't, I don't understand. It's I what, have to assume somebody does, but why would you, why, why would you look at photos on your wrist when you have a giant phone in your pocket? Mm-hmm. I, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. Plus, holding your your hand up so you can look at your wrist is way less comfortable, yeah. Than looking on the bigger screen, it just it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, and then what I find is you know if I if I was and I looked at looked at a picture and I was like, hey, look at this, and then the watch turns off because I'm not looking at it anymore. <laughs> How many times has that happened to you? Where you went to show somebody something on your watch and it uh, and it went black. Well, my watch has the always on display. Oh, it does. Okay. Yeah, mine does not. Um, I do kind of like this new uh, this new photo watch face. Yeah, uh, that's pretty cool. Particularly because of the portrait stuff. So a um, couple of the images that they showed were like portraits of people where the time was actually slightly obscured by the picture of the person. I thought that was kind of a neat uh, a neat look. So. Yeah, um, it is kind of funny though, right? Like the point of a watch is to tell the time. So hey, we're gonna hide half the time between someone's head. <laughs> well, it's a. It just no, I know. looks it's, nice, and yeah. it's choice, right? Like you can mm-hmm. choose to have that face or not, and it looks yeah. really cool. Like that mm-hmm. that the staggered depth of it, like I really appreciate it because right. then you got behind that the blurry background, so you've got like three stages mm-hmm. of depth in the photo, which visually very nice looking, especially if it's a mm-hmm. nice photo. Uh, you know, someone you care about, but it is kind of funny. It's like, Hey, what's the one thing you probably want to know right now? <laughs> it's the time. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a nice way to check the time. So, and you know, I heard this set on uh upgrade this last week, but uh, they mentioned in the keynote that the photos uh, watch face is the most popular watch face. I have to wonder about this because 
I don't know hardly anybody that uses the photos watch face. Yeah, neither do I. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I guess we're just not friends with uh, normal people. No, maybe not. So, uh, did you want to talk about any of the home updates? Because I did not get any. I did not get any notes written in for the home updates. Um, I wasn't really impressed with them, to be honest. Uh, it it still feels like HomeKit is uh in its infancy. Um. So, yeah, like the whole section was just like, okay, great. We can, you know, now multiple people like voice recognition. Well, it's already had that, you know, um, it just, I don't know. It was more focused, honestly, on the, uh, the watch app than anything. Cause now you can do like the, you know, I can talk to someone's HomePod mini for my watch now. Um, you know, and the TV, I forget what about the TV, but it, the point is, is I was thoroughly unimpressed with the home kit section of the keynote. Yeah. Almost, almost kind of like, why is this even in here? Mm-hmm. Was the takeaway I had from it, um, which is really disappointing because I love, you know, my home kit stuff. I have lights and cameras and motion sensors and, and, you know, and I want the system to continue to grow. And it will, because, you know, they, the one, the one cool thing they did announce was the, the consortium matter, the, all the big tech companies are making mm-hmm. all their IOT stuff is going to work better together. And it's going to be built on thread, which is really awesome. Uh, so, it, but again, it's just like, it's just more waiting, more waiting. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a little frustrating from that standpoint. I like the third party integration. You know, they, they showed the Ecobee working with Siri. Uh, the Ecobee yeah. thermostat. Yeah. I have an Ecobee thermostat and I know that it's kind of a pain that uh, it only now. Okay. Here's the thing. It works with Alexa. So if I want to turn off my, my living room lights, I can use, a, I can use my Ecobee thermostat that has Alexa built into it to do that. But I can, but I have my phone on me. I have my watch right on my wrist and I can pretty much, you know, I can evoke Siri to do all the same stuff from other devices in the room. So I don't know. I like the fact that it's capable mm-hmm. and every so often I, uh, you know, you, a- you ask, uh, uh, the <laughs> lady in a tube, uh, the Amazon product to, to do that. And I get the return of, well, I'm sorry, I can't do that right now. It's like, what? And then Siri does it just fine. I used to do, I used to do this thing where I would shame Alexa by, by using Siri right in front of her. (laughs) A little messed up. Oh yeah. That's funny. So now the only other thing that I've got on my notes here that they talked about was just all the developer stuff, which not being a developer, um, I didn't really pay that much attention to it. And I can't say that I understood a whole lot code in the cloud. Now I thought that was cool. Um, and I know that, uh, that I've heard, uh, developers talk about build times and stuff like that and how that's been, you know, they'd like to see that improved. And I think, you know, maybe, maybe there's some hope that, um, having that stuff in the cloud 
uh, will speed the processes up and stuff like that. But we'll we'll yeah. see. We'll see what the, happens. The there. funny thing is, is the the Xcode in the Xcode in the cloud isn't even available until the fall, and then it's a beta. Yeah. So like it won't even be fully rolled out till 2022. And they now understand upgrades. The only podcast I've had the opportunity to listen to this last week, but they talked about uh, the possibility that this is going to be a service that is going to be offered. Oh yeah, for, it is for pay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Did they say that or mm-hmm. yeah, they said uh, okay. it, subscription. Yeah. Okay. It's definitely a, yeah, I didn't catch that part. Mm-hmm. All right. The only other thing we have on our list is hardware. And you've got, you got the point on that one too. So. Yes, there was zero hardware announcements. Zero hardware. I thought for sure they would announce something, but well, if we were to keep, keep score on this, so you would have won. So. Yeah, no, it's a good thing we are keeping score and I did win. <laughs> man, I got shut out hard. Yeah. I don't know how, <laughs> how nothing, this man. happened. Yep. Look at that clean sheet. Uh, yeah. Well, that shows my passion then, apparently. <laughs> but anyway. Well, what's delighting you today, Cam? Um I put a little seating area patio area together over the last couple of days on the back of the house i got 15 bags of mulch and i already had a picnic table but i I covered up this really useful useless part of my backyard that was just ugly and broken and i covered it up with 15 bags of mulch and i put my patio set out there my chairs and my table and i got some tiki torches and i'm getting my uh uh, i have a uh, you know nice like nine foot umbrella out there for the shade and it's been quite pleasant to uh to sit out there and, and enjoy an evening not so much the afternoons because it's like in the mid to upper 90s these past few days and humid as all get out but once the sun goes down it's quite pleasant out back so it's uh it's it's nice and you know we'll have some folks over uh you know here in the coming weeks to enjoy dinner outside perhaps so just nice to do a little work on the house and turn a uh previously you know sore spot into uh into a nice functional enjoyable space sure that's no, what's totally delighting me that. cool cool and it's something so, that i can continue to use so something i did want to talk about uh in this segment um that relates to the next episode um do you watch a lot of youtube channels at all i do enjoy youtube yes Okay. Have you heard of Ordinary Adventures? I have not. Okay. So Ordinary Adventures is a uh, is a YouTube channel that uh, they do. It's uh, Peter and Kitra. Um, they they live out in California and they have annual passes to you know your Universal Studios, your Disney stuff, everything, and they do trips to the these resorts or to these uh, parks. And, um, you know, basically what it comes down to is I discovered them because I was looking for, uh, a lot of, I was researching a lot of what to do at galaxy's edge and, um, universal studios and stuff like that. And there was a, there was a few other channels that we, uh, that we, um, viewed for that, like the, the Potter collectors, uh, channel, I forget the guy's name, but he, uh, he does some really cool stuff on the wizarding world of Harry Potter and, and other things. 
Um, there's a few other channels that I watch for just learning about uh, the the um, lightsabers and stuff like that. But um, Peter and Kitcher on Ordinary Adventures uh, were 90% of my viewing to get prepared for um, prepared for Galaxy's Edge. And so much of what they talked about on the channel, like, helped me out when it came to getting there and enjoying the the experience. Um, it, it was it was such good advice. So <clears throat> I'm standing waiting for my wife to come out of the bathroom at Galaxy's Edge or the refresher, as they call it. And a woman walks past me and I'm like. That was Kitra, I think. And understand we're in Florida. We're not in California. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of heard that they might be in town in Florida, uh, in Orlando for something else. They then ended up that they were there to ride the Velocicoaster at, uh, at Universal Studios to review it um, because it opened like the week that we were there this last week. And so I watched you walk past and I'm like, that totally looked like Kitra. Now, anybody that's seen the channel knows she has a fairly distinctive look. And so I'm like, my wife comes out of the bathroom and I was like, hon, I'm like 90% sure I just saw Kitcher walk past. And she she's like, oh, okay. So, <laughs> so we we went about our business. My wife wanted to run over, run back over to the market, which uh, at Galaxy's Edge is a collection of little shops. Um, it's just a small little area that uh, they have, I think, like four or five different shops at. And so we went over there and uh, I was like, well, just keep an eye out. Uh, I She had a um, tie dyed shirt on and and I did I hadn't seen Peter at all. So I wasn't 100 percent sure that it was her. So we're standing in line to get back into the marketplace because of COVID. They only allowed so many people into the marketplace at a time. Mm-hmm. And so we were, we're standing in line and we weren't in line for more than maybe 10, 15 minutes. And as we're getting to the front of the line, uh, my wife noticed somebody approaching um, some people that we couldn't see uh, down around the corner that were also in line. And, and when I, kind of looked out around the corner hundred percent. It was Peter and Kitra. So they were in line back, maybe, um, maybe 20 people behind us in line. Mm-hmm. And so we got into the marketplace and I kind of kept my eye out for when they, when they got into the marketplace. And so there was a perfect opportunity for us to walk up and talk to them. So I, I walked up and I thanked them right away. Just said, you know, thanked them so much for the channel and, and all the work that they do. And, um, I'm sure they have a blast doing it. Who who wouldn't? Yeah. But um, but we had we stood there and had a good nice 10, 10 minute conversation with them, and they, you know, we told them that they were we were there on our 20th anniversary uh, um, trip, and they uh, they wish us a happy anniversary, and it was it was really cool. Like I yeah. really really thought that it was just a just a cool little like it was almost the highlight of my day. Actually, I think it was the highlight of my day to meet them and and talk to them a little bit because they were super cool. So, and then we left the part, we left the galaxy's edge portion of Hollywood studios to go run to our lockers and take care of a couple of things. We come walking back in and they, they recognize us. They wave to us and, <laughs> and wish us a happy anniversary again. And just in passing. And so yeah. it was really neat. So that's cool. 
So yeah, it was, it was one of those things that, you know, you just, it was a really cool personal touch that, that we had during the day. And, and it was, well, and it helps, you know, maybe restore a little bit of faith in humanity that there are decent humans out there. Oh, and, <laughs> Still. and they were, they were so nice and, yeah, and so giving. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm, I'm super excited. I was super excited to meet them. And if you get a chance, uh, check out ordinary adventures on uh, YouTube. So yeah, I'll for sure. Check the channel out now. I never mm-hmm. heard of it before. So yeah. So yeah, their, their video, the latest video that they put out was them riding the Velocicoaster. coaster. And uh, it was hilarious. Peter almost lost his glasses. <laughs> they had they had a little. I must have been a GoPro camera, or whatever, in front of them on the on the roller coaster. So you get this uh, this view, this like um, point of view camera of them riding mm-hmm. the coaster, and it was just hilarious watching them. So, but very cool. Very good. All right. Well, I would. Uh, I would make uh, my Sylvanas, uh, Sylvanas Muckmuck is the name of my uh, Kowakian monkey lizard. Um, I would make him laugh, but I had to take him off my shoulder. Oh, I could still, I could still do that. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> so, oh, shut up, dude. All right. Um, <laughs> He just didn't stop, and there was a uh, yeah. Oh, I anyway. thought you were talking to me, but okay. no, no, I was, I was talking, I was talking to, to Sylvanas here. All right, uh, well, if you want to check out more about us, you can check out innerdialogue.show. And uh, I am Mitch Craig on the Twitters. I'm at Cam Brennan, but I'm way more active on Instagram than Twitter. So say hi over there. Yeah, and check us out on check us both out on Instagram as well. I'm Radio Mitch on Instagram, and uh, you can check out all my all my pictures and and videos from our vacation there as well. So I posted primarily to Instagram, uh, so that I could cross post to Facebook because that where that's where my mom was going to see the pictures and she was excited to see them all. So <laughs> very cool. Your mom's on Facebook. <laughs> My mom's on Facebook, you know, even though I'm really not anymore. I have, a, I have an account, but I don't really use it. What's right. the matter with my mom being on Facebook? I'm just, I have the giggles now, Mitch. I can't stop it. Mm, okay. All right. Well, Cam, it's been fun. It has been. I'm just putting in the uh, the final score here on our uh on our uh, show doc <laughs> jerk <laughs> <laughs> victory is mine i gotta figure out where the speaker is on this thing <laughs> all right well uh cam it's been fun <laughs> yeah i didn't realize we were still recording <laughs> uh, we are <laughs> have a good one man yeah you too (laughs) i gotta get over here and turn it off